Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. How long was Neil Armstrong actually on the moon? When did Europe start speaking English? Did Marco Polo really go to China? Curiosity Stream is the streaming service for all things history, plus science, wildlife, and more. What's the real story behind the Mona Lisa? We've got that. What caused the collapse of Rome? We know. Where did we find mankind's earliest ancestor? Come find out. For the holidays, give the gift of curiosity with 25% off gift cards for your curious cohorts. It's holiday shopping season at curiositystream.com slash gift. I can't believe it's the morning. And which never morning recorded. is it? It's this morning. This would be like our Saturday morning show. This would be like live and kicking. Yeah. You'd be, like, you so, be Zoe Ball, Gary Speakston, and I'm Trev yeah. and or Simon. Gary's Gary the Gopher, surely. Yeah, the Gopher, <laughs> surely. the Gopher. No, no Gary. Gary the Gopher. <laughs> yeah, yeah, by the way, still. in related Gary news, uh, Sainsbury's have brought out a new vegan cheese called Gary. <laughs> Absolutely true. The number of people that Twittered and Facebooked me yesterday saying, hey, look at this thing, don't get cheese after you. So I could technically have Gary on toast. You could. Melted Gary. <laughs> that, that, that's like I don't want... the beach, isn't it? Yeah, that's it, melted Gary. <laughs> the only thing I don't want is a Gary sandwich. Luke. <laughs> hey, everybody, here's our staff. Gary. I'd never heard of him before today. And Matt. He's a professional. Talking telly. Try it. Just for one week. Just try the program for one week. This is the Custard TV Podcast. Oh, <laughs> you know, you hear God, my voice on a weekly basis, guys. Yeah. How, yeah. How, I know you know how old I am, but how young do you think I sound? <laughs> 48. Well, well, hold on, I'm trying to pick the logic out of that. So you know how old I am, but how young do I yeah. sound? Th- this is leading up to an anecdote. I think you sound younger than your years. Okay. So I say that you sound you sound about five or six years younger than you actually are. Okay. Oh, I don't think so. The, the I think he that... sounds like a, somebody from a mining town. This, <laughs> the, the point of this is that I went to um, a hungry horse pub last Sunday. Was waiting for friends, ordered a drink, and the guy asked for some ID, and I was like, "No, I haven't got any ID on me," because I'm thinking, you know, I'm 33. When was the last time I got ID'd? And he said, "Oh, I'm sorry." You sounded young. You sounded he not young. looking at you the he, whole time. He, he sort of, I wasn't really looking at. I wasn't really looking at you. Now I've looked at you. I know <laughs> you look old. No, what you that. don't know, Gary, is that Matt and I have met a couple of times. He's got the voice of a forty-year-old, but the hands of a toddler. The guy just said to me, "Oh, I didn't look at you properly the first time. You sounded young." That's a compliment, I think. Although he, he is think... sort of challenged twenty-five now, so your oh, sort of assertion that I sound about six years younger. Six is, a, six is a very specific number, by well, the way. I love five, that. Though. He's only about three or four years old. People will go like five or ten, but six. Can I, can I say that I have never been asked for ID in my life. Born I was six foot three at 13. I went drinking at 17 and never, ever got asked for ID. I looked 15 till I was about 22. So. Uh. <laughs> yeah. You don't sound tall, though, Gary. <laughs> you're, no, quite, you're quite sort of broad-shouldered like you are now. Um, oh, no, no, no. You'd have the, the, to be the, the, to keep coming back on the podcast every week. 
Um, I broke my or very badly sprained my ankle when I was about fourteen, and that's where the weight came up. But I was always my dad's six. I've got a cousin who's six foot nine. For but when sake. you were seventeen, you looked yeah. like old enough. Oh yeah, I looked older. Yeah, the beard helped. TV news, reviews, and previews. Uh, this is what we do here at the Custard TV podcast. Have I even done the its? I haven't, have I? I just you were too tired to do the its. You just I went, can't do it wow, first thing. And then me and Matt were sitting back going, what intro is this? This might be the podcast where my voice breaks if I do the ears. And then I'll look a little bit... <laughs> I sound a little bit older. Okay, so um, some reviews, some news, and some uh, previews and pick of the week. And the return of Gary versus Luke, which has <laughs> less of a ring, but I always like a good quiz. Matt LeBlanc of Friends and Top Gear will be back to host Top Gear full-time after the departure of Chris Evans. I have to say I didn't stick with it. Nobody in my family stuck with it. I didn't think he had a great on-screen but presence. I, I but I read that we'll a lot see. of people did like him and the other two guys who were hosting it with him are the BBC Three presenters uh, mm. who who got praise in the reviews that I read about it. They were the two that... I, I read as well that the passion the... about cars and stuff. The voice is to return this time on ITV. We knew this. We now know who will be coaching the devil out of the contestants on the voice so they don't get a number one single or album. Will I Am's back? Nah. Mm. Uh, Tom Jones is back after. Did he have one year off or two? Can you do a good Tom uh... Jones? Do a Tom Jones, yeah, Gary? Because I know you do a good Tom Jones impression. Yeah! That's good. It's like Rob Brydon's in the room. If, if that doesn't wake you up, nothing will. Yeah. In fact, that's going to be my new text alert. Yeah. <laughs> it should be, shouldn't it? Or your alarm in the morning. Just that over yeah. and over again. Yeah! 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 That would get me out of bed dead quick. Yeah! American Idol and uh, movie star Jennifer Hudson's going to be on the, the panel winner. as well. And who remembers Bush? Yeah! Not the former president. I do. But I, do you I genuinely? Like... Yeah. I, I owned at least two Bush albums when I was growing up. Better known in this country for being married to... Um, when... Who is a coach from the US one? Yeah. yeah. I'm not sure if they're still together. I think, no, they're, I think... Not. they're not. They're not. In other news, Fatboy Slim and Zoe Ball aren't together anymore if you're doing well, a marriage she... part of the podcast. And Brangelina. Let's do a podcast on that. <laughs> Probably get more downloads. Uh, and that's <laughs> Matt, walk us through Reviewland. Hello. Let us start with uh, start Luke, something light. Something light. Um, Strictly, then maybe. Oh, yeah. Nice. Damn it. Friday and Saturday, uh, they did that silly thing where they split over two nights. I'm not quite sure why they did the Friday night because the ones that were on the Friday night weren't the ones that really <laughs> anyone wanted to see. You had people like. Nagam well, I think Shetty, I, I, I know and, why they. I'll know why and they. Laura did. Whitmore. Why did they do it? Uh, Judge Rinder. At the time, you didn't know he would be as noteworthy as he was on the list of people you wanted to see at the top of it. Were like Will Yard. Oh, okay. The only yeah. one who people might want to have seen then was Leslie Joseph because she was like the oldest contestant, oldest female contestant they've had on. On the Saturday show, they had that massive dance number with the professionals and you know, the kids and things yeah, like that. Yeah, the Friday night did feel a bit emptier. And, yeah. and, and as you say, they kind of did the whole thing again. You know, the judges come out, all the contestants come out on the Saturday. So mm. kind of like, yeah, the Friday. For, but as I say, the, the talking point of Friday was was uh, Mr. Rinder. But it, it also meant that, that, that this week feels like it's going to be like tonight's show we're recording on a Saturday is going to be flipping long. 
all of the contestants have got to dance again. That's always the way, though. The top of the league the ball was Daisy Lowe, oddly, um, the didn't... model. I think that was that good from a I, I, I didn't enjoy, right. I didn't, I wasn't as entertained as no, I was by others. And I Daisy think... Lowe, do we know the connection to the voice there? No, Gavin on. Rosdale's daughter. Really? You're joking. Oh, I didn't know that. Was I she the one that. that he found out about because he had a daughter that he didn't know about? I don't know. This is turning into Jeremy Kyle. That's what happens when you do morning. But when no, are you going to produce the DNA talking. evidence? I, I, yes. re- I just remember that. No, the, the reason I know this is because it was an episode of Gilmore Girls. They talked about it anyway. Oh, for uh, God's sake, But Matt. the people who everyone thought would do well did well. Louise did really well. And Will yeah. Young did really well. I quite liked uh, Tamika Epson from uh, from EastEnders. She did uh, a decent Paso Doble, although it felt like she was in command and it should be the other way around in the Paso Doble. You know who uh, surprised me? Who surprised you? Um, Melvin, o- Melvin O'Doom. Is that Even the guy's name? Even though he was like right at the bottom, almost right at the bottom of the leaderboard. And Paul yeah, probably. but I actually thought he did okay. I know I the judges he, I think he'll be the first out, if I'm honest. Really? But I just think Melvin's one of these that isn't particularly well-known, isn't particularly a great dancer. The judges sort oh, of gave cool. him... He didn't do well, Gary. He was like, mm. he, he did a, um, was it a salsa or a charge yeah. char? And he, he didn't do the hip movement as much as you should. Are you ready to touch on something a bit more sort of, I'm, if you I'm go national treasure? Unlight. Uh, yeah. This was the second episode. Uh, Luke, do you want to lead us through this? Because I've seen two and three and I'm worried that yeah, I will Yeah, you're confused about number two. All right, so number two focused more on the daughter of... Mm. Uh, the couple, Andrea Weisberg's Dan, D- Danielle or D. D. Focus more on her, and it very cleverly explored her relationship with the main accuser, who was her babysitter when she was younger. There wasn't that much of an age gap between them, really, so it made it more interesting. Like three or it four also, years, doesn't it? I it think. also Jesus brought like... in young Robbie Coltrane and young Julie Walters, played by EastEnders, <laughs> former actress Lucy Speed, and... I mean, it was an incredible episode, and I re- I didn't I said before that that scene with D was the longest for me. I know you two disagreed, but it really warmed to her in this episode. Mm. But the standout moment for me is a scene where Judy Walters shows her true colours. Was that the one they is, watched on Googlebots last night? Yeah, and it is just. <laughs> I've seen it three times now, and I'm wow. just completely immersed what, in it. Can I, I ask Gary a question? Because we've talked about yeah. this, Luke. What did you think hmm. about them doing flashbacks? I was waiting for it in episode one. I, oh, okay. I, because I thought it's it, 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 this is the kind of show where actually flashbacks will work. I, I have to say, that, I mean, Lina Juicy, Happy Valley, National Treasure, three top, top... I mean, you're just watching... Masters yeah. of their craft at work. Yeah. I really, really think this is brilliant. What I will I say honestly. about the flashbacks is it, it loses that sort of hint of ambiguity a little bit. I, you've still got what it because, you, because you, yeah. you don't know for sure if he like, assaulted the babysitter or even if he you know, assaulted his daughter. There's that insinuation. Oh, certainly they play on both. I have to say that neither of you have really watched Twin Peaks, have you? No. I don't no. think. No. The whole point of Twin Peaks is about, unfortunately, it turns out to be, uh, you know, childhood abuse. And and the imagery that they used in Twin Peaks was this fascination with a ceiling fan. The idea that 
she while she was being abused was was that was the only thing she could focus on and there were moments in this episode where you saw her staring oh, the at the counting down the counting yeah exactly and i i got those kind of like twin peak flashbacks of like oh my goodness and therefore that makes me think he did because of course so i don't know but i thought that was very impressive obviously it's got strong dialogue strong acting but some of the direction and film cinematography is also outstanding. The music the to music me is very... <laughs> it's very like utopia music. It's very like really? a sci-fi score, like humans as well. I think the mm. music is so jarring because it feels different from what you're seeing on screen. It's very obtuse, the music. The only thing that annoys me, well, doesn't annoy me, but makes me a little bit upset, we've only got two more left. We're already halfway yeah. through. Um, but Ju- Julie Walters is, I mean, Robbie Coltrane's fantastic, but Julie Walters stole that, that yeah, she was uh, scene for me. You're looking fresh. You always pick the most beautiful ways to describe your mother. Well and fine always sounds so boring, don't they? On which note, wonderful spread, not boring at all. Exotic even. Thank you for making me feel so special and all that. I know what they said about you was cruel. And I want you to be able to let that go. Mm. I don't care for the jaded act. You know I don't. This is about support. He supported you. We both have. I'm going to put that support in quotation marks if that's okay. And now he needs us. paper said I was living some sort of hell. It said things that I'd said. It said things that quoted members of my support group. Did you read it? Well, I know, I know you were misunderstood. But what if I wasn't, Mum? What if he did? What if he, what if he, what if he was fucking the babysitter? What if he did it to me? Because part of me just thinks that maybe that's probably the way that I... I think I can't remember, but what if I can't trust that mum? What if I can't trust that clean bill of health because Christina... Christina was a stupid girl and remains one. Nothing happened between them. You didn't see them because it didn't happen. But couldn't that be the... Isn't that a reason? Couldn't that be the reason that I am what I am? No. I have a good memory. And I've seen... I've seen things your father didn't want me to see. Very early on, after I saw that stuff, he promised he would be honest. Through his confessional... At first, he tried to secrete things away. He's a weak man. But I could smell it. I could smell his lies, and I told him so. He cried, broke down, he begged forgiveness, and I told him I just wanted the truth. So then, every time he was weak, once, twice a year, he'd tell me, and I forgive him. Because he was ne- he is never unfaithful in an important way, in a way that matters. Well, that's an interesting claim to make. But he didn't do this. None of it. He certainly never touched you. To even suggest that. You're as weak as he is. But I will not let you use him as an excuse for a life poorly led. An excuse? Yeah, victims. Everybody wants to be a victim these days because it makes life so much easier to explain. And yeah, oh, if I were you, I would love the convenience of that. Unemployed. Unemployable untrustworthy, unwell, not even allowed time with your kids on your own. Happy birthday. Oh, what? You you want pity? You? The girl they found outside Christina's yesterday? You want to get better, Dee? 
Don't wallow in this. In these lies, because I tell you, I can forgive anything, but I will not forgive you that. I choose to believe him. Do you understand that? Just as I choose to believe that you will recover. Now, wipe your nose, pull yourself together, sort out your face, and come downstairs when you're ready. There are people down there waiting to tell you you're loved. Okay, on oh, After yeah. National Treasure on Tuesday night on Channel 4, we had Damned, which is the new, new uh, sitcom written and starring Joe Brand. Uh, More Wonder Banks also wrote this, as did uh, Will Smith. Uh, not that one. Not that Will the Smith. One from the, the one uh, from the thick of it, who also writes for Veep. It was set in a uh, social worker uh, in a council building, uh, child services, social workers. Uh, Joe Brand played Rose alongside Alan Davis, who played Al. Uh, you also had uh, Tamwa from EastEnders, Himish Patel. He played Nitin. Uh, there was Georgie Glenn, who was the boss Denise. Uh, you basically... Kevin Eldon. Kevin Eldon was there and Izzy Sutty. They were the main sort of six. And it mm-hmm. was basically like a day in the life of these social workers. It was very much filmed like Joe Brand's earlier series getting on uh, going forward. You had like just cuts to black and then the next scene... It was filmed in a real council office, so you got that sort of feeling of the claustrophobia. And it, uh, you just saw them go throughout the day. Alan Davis was having a lot of problems with his personal life. <coughs> One of his former clients turned up, who'd obviously got a bit of a crush on him. Uh, Joe Brand's character, she was trying to sort out the, this name. There's been, there'd been a call-in about the, this woman, and she was trying to work it out who it was. It turned out it was her former best friend, who had since married her old boyfriend and they were looking after their grandkids i mean i did watch this with my mum who is a social worker she found it very funny but at the same time she said she would sack most of the people in that office if she was their boss yeah hello yeah um what's the recommended alcohol allowance for a 12 year old i don't think you understand she's got she's got a zombie knife we're trapped in the staff room my boyfriend says he'll hurt me because i won't do anal like it is important Morning, Al. Morning, Martin. Diary, please. Diary. And what a beautiful morning it is, too. Yes. Woke up this morning, I looked out the window, and I thought, you don't get many of those to the pound. Headset. Headset. Have you changed the door code again, Martin? Uh, yes, I was a little worried about security. That's very thoughtful. But we do need to let the people in who actually work here. Mm. Al. We need to sort the door code, and that breaches many multiple protocols. Okay, it's either many or multiple, not both. Nitin, answer the phone. Where's the temp? We were promised a temp. Ta-da! It's me again. It's Nat the temp from last year. Uh, no, not temp now. We're not called temps anymore. We're called interim workers, like sex workers, but without the intercourse. Good. Good to know. Morning. The late Rose Denby. Shit, sorry. Ta-da! It's me again. It's her again. He's the one that couldn't figure out the phone system. I don't think so. Could you answer the phone then, please? Yes. <laughs> Hello, children's something. Well, I've I've worked with people who acted at times like that, but okay. I think yeah, you, for in a comedy, you're doing things accentuated. I mean, you, as you say, the city's character would not have a job, you know, for more than a day yeah. <laughs> uh, if she acted like that. The interim but, worker. 
I liked it. Perhaps the subject matter made it feel a bit more dark comedy than laugh out loud comedy. I thought it was very funny, Um, and I did watch because I went to the screening of this. I watched it with an audience. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Matt, since we're not screening. I have. Uh, I watched this with an audience, and I think at some points when you were doing, like, a comedy, it does help having other people laughing at the jokes as well. Like, you get those moments, like when Joe Brand goes around to this sort of squalid house. Yeah. He's a former boyfriend with the... The vent- is it a ventilator? The oxygen mask? Yeah, CP- yeah. Uh, CPD or whatever it's called. Yeah, yeah, and there's a there's a scene in the second or several scenes in the second episode where Alan Davis goes to visit a couple with learning difficulties who mm. who recently had a baby, and that <laughs> that feels very true to life. And I do like the sort of comedy which is near to the bone. The sort of I think it all works because mm. when when they go off and do their <laughs> look at their cases so to speak it sort of brings home the reality of what they're actually doing to the audience if it was just that office comedy with them having a couple of phone calls it wouldn't do the childcare um side of it any justice i just sort of warmed to it virtually straight Mm. away and himish patel is very good in it as well i think he's he's brilliant yeah, he's sort he's of completely. Really you make you forget that he was Tamwar, I think, mainly because he's and got a big beard. It feels like it feels like he's not been gone from EastEnders that long, no. but it feels like Maddie Hill has, which is weird. But they weren't at the same time. But no, this is a great new role for him. And I yeah, really and I liked his physical comedy when he was running to the toilet and the toilet was out of order, and then he tried to get to the lift. <laughs> and also, I remember vaguely the pilot on Sky Arts a few years ago, which, in comparison to this, seemed very watered down. It didn't hold my attention that well, whereas this seemed very tight. It knew what it was trying to do. It knew what it's trying to say to the audience. Do you think you struggle, Gary, with more realistic comedy, would you say? Did you watch Getting On, Gary? Um... No, I didn't. What? Because your, rea- that... your reaction to Speechless was, where's the comedy? So I just wondered well, just whether... because of the way you two were saying it, I, I probably... But you I really watched, enjoyed might... the thick of it, didn't you? I did. I really enjoyed V. It's, so, I mean... it's a similar style to the thick of it, isn't it? The way they sort of... The camera and the, the, the editing cuts. and everything. The reason I watch comedy, and I know this might sound like a really stupid thing, is to laugh. And although that happened occasionally in this programme, that wasn't the whole thing. The whole thing was was laugh, 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 laugh. Oh, I think there was. No, I think there was. No, no, but what I'm saying is there was lots of good comedy, but it was peppered also with with these Mm. moments of drama and I mean, I like that that line, the line Joe Which is not why I watch comedy for. Because you struggled with Mum for the same reason, that it wasn't overtly comedic. I think they've got more gags in it than Mum. I oh, think mom, yeah. While we're on Tuesday, should we just talk about Ambulance, which was on uh, 9 p.m. Mm, on yes. one? This was a uh, fly on the wall documentary following uh, the London ambulance crews. You saw it both from the perspective of the people in the call centre and the perspective of the paramedics on the on the ground, if you will, because there was like three specialist crews, wasn't there? Like that's three, right, yes, yeah, senior paramedics, senior paramedics, and then other paramedic crews about. And the people in the call centre had to make snap decisions about which teams to send to which. Yeah, uh, based on the the, the all. A bit similar, I suppose. These twenty four hours in A and E because they're both medical documentaries. This was a lot more harsh. This was a lot more. Yeah. A lot more death in this, or a lot more talking about dead bodies, <coughs> seeing dead bodies. 
I really I, like. I don't think there was a positive story really in. I mean, there was I only one say, incident of somebody who survived really. I, I a, think the one positive story was that woman, the Iranian woman at the end, who yeah. had been living with her ex-husband for the past forty, no, the past sort of thirty years. She fled Iran after the revolution, and he was the father of her daughter. And she was really worried about him. He sort of had respiratory problems. And I liked the fact that they couldn't lift him. And they had to, uh, initially, they were waiting for another ambulance to, to get him up, weren't they? Because he was in like a, a yeah. sling or something. And it was only when the care, his carer arrived and was able to help them put him in the ambulance. And it was just like the practicalities of the job. I, th- I don't think you, you, you think about these things with the ambulance service. I found this harder to watch than I would do like a 24 hours in A&E program. You think it's program. Possibly, yeah. And they started talking about places I know and I went to. And, and in my life, I've called an ambulance once. Uh, so I, I and, and the ambulance came within seven minutes. The, the, the sort of, you know. Vernon, 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 the heating and cooling specialist. The name says it all. When you focus solely on indoor comfort for 43 years, well, you get really good at it. Get your heating or cooling system tuned by a Vernon specialist today for only $69. Vernon's 60 to 90 minutes of meticulous system inspection guarantees energy savings or the tune-up is free. Now that's a value. Go to vernonheating.com. Vernonheating.com. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Agree time. But the one thing they said was absolutely right. When you're standing waiting with someone who needs an ambulance, you're you're you know a, a second is a day a minute is a lifetime I mean, people have called an ambulance for me a few times obviously being epileptic yeah when i've had so you've been on the you've been on the receiving end of a kind of their yeah. treatment yeah. yeah the one incident that i really struggled with and i don't know why this one struggled with but there was one incident where a member of the public had found somebody hanging or hung sorry i suppose would be the right thing and the, the ambulance worker was, or the, the person at the call centre worker was like, can you cut him down? You know, the only way we're going to be able to save him is if... And he was like, no, I don't want to do that. And, and I thought, really felt for that guy. Yeah. I was really sort of like, oh my goodness, that must be horrible. You know, this isn't a family member. This isn't somebody you know. This is mm. an absolute stranger. You found them in this situation. And now you're having to... And, it's like, and, and I felt really sorry for him. And I think the way in which they were trying to portray it on the show was well, if you bring him down, then we can do something about it. You should do it. This is your duty. And I thought, no, I thought, this is terrible. What a horrible situation. A lot of the times as well, you saw the people at the call centre actually, you know, we can't get an ambulance. Oh, yeah. Doing like mouth-to-mouth over the phone. Delivering babies. Delivering babies over the phone and things like that. I think this was really good. This was one of the things that Charlotte Moore previewed at uh, Edinburgh, and I I really enjoyed this. It's only only three of them, but again... (laughs) Same with wow. uh, BBC, if we uh, touch on our girl, because we didn't yeah. mention it last week. Gary, you're up to date now. Um, I am. I, 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 I was slightly worried when they came back from the <laughs> army, you know, overseas stuff in Kenya, thinking, how on earth are they going to make this into a show? I'm surprised, and I thoroughly enjoyed it, both episodes three and four. Mm. Um, I know you two have both talked about, you know, shows of the year. This is definitely going to be, I mean, unless they really ruin it in episode five. 
This is definitely. I've seen episode five. I won't give anything away. No, but I'm. This is going to be in my top ten shows. What did you think of the reason they gave for Elvis not coming to the wedding that he found out he had a daughter on the very same day that? Because Luke, you've seen that episode as well, haven't you? You know, I didn't. I didn't need it. I didn't need to know why he didn't come to the wedding. It kind of showed the level of commitment he had to her and that that balance. both, Both of the love interests are a bit like. Because the because obviously Elvis is meant to be this like brave hero and mm. you know he's but he, I find him a bit over the top and then her other boyfriend I just find him very dull the the doctor oh yeah he's he's very villain but he's supposed and she's to probably, be Luke she's probably a bit worried that he might murder her as well because he's got well previous, always, there is always that I think it's very similar to last year it's a show of two halves there's there's bits oh, of yeah. it I go I'm really into this I really like it and then it's all about her emotions and, and romance and they go you know what i'm not into this and then oh he's he's back in manchester that's interesting oh we're talking to elvis again oh i'm not interested so that's, that's how i thought yeah. about i last, think i think you would enjoy well. that episode four has more action episode four yeah. i love the scene on the bus oh yeah I, I think it's brave them tackling uh, ptsd as well you know these dreams she has and, yeah and the flashbacks like, and the things. flashbacks and that continues into episode five as well i've enjoyed it as i say i've finished it now but uh, yeah. I'll just briefly talk about The Fall. I know neither of you... Yeah, go for it. I've watched it. This is the third and hopefully final series of uh, Alan Cubitt's uh, serial killer drama starring Gillian Anderson and Jamie Dornan. I think the sort of rising star, rising popularity of Jamie Dornan, who obviously is uh, Christian Grey now on, on the big screen, has sort of propelled them to do another series of this. Gary, you watched sort of series one and some of two, didn't you? Yeah, I, I really liked series one. Series two, I didn't finish. And I, I did notice a lot of people felt that this was kind of the jumping of the shark yeah. moment. Like they caught him in at the end of series two. But he had kidnapped uh, this girl who he'd known at university, who he'd, who he'd um, had weird sexual experiences with, to put it mildly. Um, she'd recognised him. This description had been brought in. He'd kidnapped her before she could give her sort of proper statement to the police. And when he was uh, arrested, he said, I'll take you to where this rose is. Right, I, I yeah. Think, uh, I, I don't know if you remember this, Gary. There was a couple that he was... Because he, he's a bereavement counsellor. There was a couple oh, that's that he it. was helping who'd, who'd lost a son. Do you remember them? Yeah, they and, were in and a very the, rough and area. The hus- and the husband thought that he was having an affair with his wife. Right. I don't know if you remember that. I and do, the, yeah. And the husband, at the end of series two, comes and, and shoots him, basically. Then he gets killed. So the first episode of series three is all in Belfast General Hospital with them trying to save his life so they can then try him yeah. for the, the crime. The, the clip that they were showing was Gillian Anderson. He has to live because I want him to spend the rest of his life in prison for what there he's are, done, you know. Yeah. So I mean, there were some interesting things in this, more about the effects that his crimes have had on, on his family. I think Bronner War, who plays his wife, is absolutely excellent. I've seen the next couple of episodes as well, which are on the preview site, and she's just fantastic. I think the problem is, is that the, 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 the people want the chase. They don't necessarily want to see the aftermath. But the scenes that really annoyed me in this was obviously because Paul, Jamie Dorner's character, is out for the count, all of this, he's been shot. Yeah. But, oh, Jamie Dorn is such a big star and his fans will want to see him. So they did this sequence where he's like in the tunnel of will he go into the light, will he go to heaven or will he stay? And it's like The Fool hasn't done anything like that before. The Fool hasn't done 
fantasy sequences before. So why now do this scene where he's in a car going through a tunnel? He can hear his mum's voice at one end, his children singing at the other end. And it's like, which direction shall I drive in? And it's like, well, why have you introduced this fantasy element? Because you've never done anything like this before. It's been based mm. solely in reality. To me, it just felt they wanted to give Jamie Dornan something to do. Yeah, a bit of screen the, time. The other bit I liked in this was they had a doctor played by Richard Coyle, who was saying, you know, even though he's the Belfast Strangler, we need to treat him without prejudice. And I like that sort of aspect of it. But Well, there, again, there, was, there wasn't there a little bit in that, in the ambulance, wasn't there? There was that bit where the guy said, oh, we were the first responders to the Lee Rigby murder. Uh, who was the soldier shot in Woolwich, and they first treated the perpetrators. Mm. And he said, I didn't know they were the ones that killed him. I'm glad I didn't. The fall rated worse than Paranoids, and I wanted to know what Gary's thoughts yeah. were on episode well, two. Well, coming Matt on and Paranoid I... now. Uh, the world's most annoying characters were out-annoyed by another annoying character. Who was that? Oh, somebody new. Yeah, well... It, Kevin Doyle? It's the young detective... The young yeah. detective's mother. Um, Ooh, who, played do, do, some, is it worth me know. asking who she is? I bet you won't know. But, well, no, yeah. I don't remember. She's fairly well known if someone wants to look it up. I recognise oh, it. You look it up. Overall, what's keeping me watching is the actual storyline. The characters are losing me a bit. Some of the stuff they do, some of the stuff they say, as you say, the dialogue is is, is more than clunky in places. But the, the thing that's actually keeping me going... Oh, well, it's Polly uh, Walker from Line of Duty and Prisoners' Wives. That's it. That's ah, it. Okay. Yeah, Thank yeah. you. But the sort of main thing about episode two is the two detectives have a moment. So Indira, in, uh, Luther's ex-wife and the young guy have a, a snog. Uh, Why they, is that? I saw that. I, I started exactly. to. Well, I, 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 can't, I won't spoil the ending, so I, I can see why they No, you don't, you don't mind. No. Well, no, at the, at the end, he gets... OK, I will spoil it. At the end, he gets uh, thrown over uh, and falls to his death. Well, oh, yeah. Br- death. See, I should have kept watching. <laughs> well, again, you don't, you don't I see wanted that to happen in Prison Room 1. Is there anything that he might live, or do we know he's Well, you, you, you don't... You, you haven't seen... Literally, that's the last scene you see, so no, you he's don't probably know. still alive. Yeah, Damn maybe. it. They have this mystery reporter who has been round and interviewed all the, go- the, ghost all the key witnesses. Which is That's such it, a crap... It's like a, the worst yeah, kids' TV programme title ever. The but Ghost there's, Detective. There's so many good things about this. The good things are the fact that you've got a, a series of crimes you don't know the links to. Uh, you've got this kind of German subplot where the the, the, the person who was killed of. in episode one, her ex-husband, has also been what looks like murdered in very suspicious circumstances. Uh, yeah. and, and this is the first time I'm going to say this. Robbie, Gil- Robbie Williams' girlfriend is in it and doesn't do a bad job of acting. Okay. Uh, I, 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 just, never can't, I just can't get round Nicola Schindler because I know how I've heard her speak, we've spoken to her, I know what a stickler she is for a good script. And I just this, don't and understand. The five as well. But I think that's the thing. Yeah. I think there is a that good script in here. It's just not being very well acted or, or, or you know the bits in between. But the actual plot line is what's keeping me watching. So you'll stick with this, right? There's nothing that will put you off watching I, I this. will not be watching it live. It will be recorded and watched without the adverts. Uh, and, and as okay. you say, I probably not whilst it's on. The, the last couple of episodes might be, as you say, post, post other stuff. Have you told your friends about this podcast? Okay, here we go. No. It's just not my idea of a good time. Tell them now. That's what the people want to hear. This is the Custard TV podcast. Good to the last drop. From thecustardtv.com.
And that brings us nicely on to the next review, Matt. He's gone. He's not there. Well, let's talk about the level then. Uh, until he comes back. Do you, on, do you, do you, you I oh, no, he oh. is there. Yes. Sorry, I, myself. I, I was doing that link and I was worried why Luke was doing the link. Go well, ahead. Where were you? I, I accidentally muted my microphone. <laughs> I, I did, I've done that a few times during this. Cause I I'm... did hear you. I could hear everything you were saying. That's because anyway, you're anyway, muted, not Moving us. on finally to the last uh, ITV, or the other ITV crime drama, uh, The Level, which started on Friday night, an odd night to start a, a crime drama. Uh, this starred Carla Chrome as a uh, sort of quite a young detective who early on wins a medal for bravery in the field. She, as we learn early on, is sort of living a double life. On one hand, she's this really sort of well-respected copper. And on the other hand, she's um, got a relationship with Philip Glenister's... What's his name now? He's got an odd name. Oh, uh, Lasso. Lasso. Because it's the same uh, as a footballer, as I remember. Yes. Lasso, who's this sort of dodgy haulage company owner. Basically, her job has been, over the years, anytime his name pops up as part of an investigation, she makes sure it disappears. So she, yeah. she goes to meet him, just as she's getting hot and heavy with a colleague. She goes to meet him in the middle of nowhere, and um, he, he says, I've got a problem, and then gets shot and killed, which is like a big shot, because you thought... Oh, Philip Lannister's going to be a big part of this series. And basically, he gets shot, killed. I think that um, we might see some flashbacks in future episodes. Well, that, that's what I thought, that this yeah. is time for flashbacks. And she also, in the sort of running away, she gets shot as well and ends up with this bullet wound, which she's trying to treat during the rest of the episode. She then gets sent to, is it Brighton? Yeah. Her I lo- can I just say, I love Matt's reviews because if you haven't seen it, you don't need to. He goes through it scene by scene. Well, and this, is, you get all, to the this end. is all like relevant, I think. She goes to Brighton, um, her, where her family's from. Oddly, Gary Lewis playing her dad here. Um, and uh, she because she grew up with Lasso's daughter. Um, and you see her then joining the police force led by Carol Jackson. Also, uh, Noel Clark, who is now her, who's her partner while she's down there, never quite trusts her because he, she's from like the serious crime squad or the fraud squad, and he's yeah. always slightly having a dig at her for no apparent reason. And they are now investigating why Lasso was killed, what he's tied up in. Uh, there is also this woman who's had like his illegitimate child or. She thinks he's had his illegitimate child who also gets killed in the first episode. I quite enjoyed this. I thought Carla Crone was very good in the lead role, very compelling. I liked the story where she's sort of between these two worlds. Uh, I quite liked uh, Lindsay Coulson as the boss. I thought some of this was very brave. Unlike some other dramas that are on at the moment, there was no need to have a backstory. It didn't explain everything. Things just happened. Mm. You know, she met with Philip Glenister. You had no idea what the relationship was. You or got the, well, you got the, I, I think you did to an extent. They said, like, she was, he was her well, yeah, father but, figure. More sure, of a father but, than Gary Lewis was to her. Sure, but there was no real explanation of what the link was, what he did at that time. That was all drawn out in mm. the sort of investigation room. I know what you mean. He, when they met, you didn't know anything about yeah, it. Yeah, you went along as the viewer 
with the actual kind of plot as it happens. You didn't need the flashbacks at the beginning. You didn't need the, the commentary over the top telling you, oh, he was my father figure. You got it as it happened. Mm. And then it was explained when you got to it was sort a of, point. They were, it was sort of the don't tell us, show us. And that's what they did. Absolutely. They you yeah. And told you. I, I don't really like the main actress, if I'm honest. Really? I, yeah, I kind of struggled with it. And she was quite dull and quite lifeless. And I, I don't know whether that's just because she was playing that part of someone walking around with a bullet well, I wound. I think so. So, yeah, but I didn't really warm to it. This so. is what I think. I think it's better than Paranoid by a country mile. Okay. I think I think Carnochrome is, is interesting. But I just don't know if I'm invested in it enough to see the rest I, of it. I through. rather enjoy... I have to say, I enjoyed it in terms of it being... You know, it's not line of duty. It's not anything. It's not on that level of quality. But it's a no. good sort of escapist. It's a good sort of middle of the road crime drama. I'm, I'm going to actually use a Gary phrase. Is that Uh-oh. there is so and no because I think it rings true in this instance. There's so much other good stuff on at the yeah. moment. If this was on in the summer, then I could perhaps give it. If a this bit had been more on of a... instead of brief encounters. Exactly. I could have perhaps enjoyed it a bit more. But there's mm. just so much other... There's almost too much good it's stuff on at the moment. It's fighting for room in a very yeah. crowded market. I it, can understand yeah. that. And there was a lot of dodgy performances. Noel Clark, who I've never rated as an actor. I've never liked him. And, well, and I, I really like Noel Clark, but I have to admit, all you got to see him was doing his shifty-looking oh, eye I look did, at the I woman. Like That's it. I didn't like him in this. I didn't like him in Chasing Shadows. I think you like him because of the Doctor Who connection, let's be honest. Well, no, not only that, but I also like kid, uh, is it adulthood and kid and the stuff, the stuff he's mm. done for films. I certainly don't believe him as a police officer, if that, if that makes sense. He was a police officer in Chasing Shadows and mm. in this... And I don't believe him as a police officer. Chasing shadows, God. I mean, it's not chasing shadows the level, is it? But it's, it's just. What uh, What would you say? Chasing shadows and paranoid, which was the worst. Oh dear! Oh, now you're making. Chasing shadows yeah. is worse. Because of Rishi Smith. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, but I, I'm like like Luke. I uh, I agree. I will watch this, but probably not. Maybe for a couple. Well, okay, I might Luke, not watch this Luke, for a couple of weeks. Pa- sorry, Gary. Paranoid or the level? Which would you stick with? One or the other. If you had a choice. Well, he does. Which you have, <laughs> yeah. yeah okay. if, if you were saying to me, what will I watch next week, if I had to watch if, one if of the... You, next... If you were going to drop one yeah. and just stick with one... I, which I, would would stick with, with? I would stick with the level, yeah. because I think it is, you say, better written, better characters. Yeah. Uh, the plots maybe for me are a I bit of a wasp, should, but... I, to me, it showed enough promise to continue and see what they're going to do with it next. I'm yeah, not saying I'm going to stick with all six, but... It's very rare, because at the moment, there is, there is something on I like every night of the week. Monday's hmm. called Tuesday's, Tuesday's National Treasure, Wednesday's Our Girl and then The Missing, Thursday's The Apprentice, Friday is... Uh, 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 and Hunted, Luke. And Hunted, of course. Uh, let's do Pick of the Week first. I'm going to go for Westworld. This oh. really intrigues me. This is um, stars Anthony Hopkins. It's a HBO drama about a futuristic amusement park. Uh, where visitors are allowed to fill out fantasies. I, it, it sounds very bland, but actually it's based on a really good film starring Yul Brynner. Um, and a lot of people have been christening this the new Game of Thrones, so it has me intrigued. Tuesday at nine o'clock on, on uh, Sky Atlantic. Um, Louis, I don't know when this podcast will be posted, so apologies <coughs> if it's been on by the time you hear this, but Louis Theroux's Savile documentary, that's what it's called, Louis Theroux's Savile. You may remember a few years ago in 2000, he did When Louis Met Jimmy. Why this is so brilliant is because it puts Louis Theroux in the spotlight. He spends the whole hour and 15 minutes of the documentary 
uh, just questioning why he was not able to see some of the things that he sees now and why he didn't uncover more. It also has a lot of unseen footage, not only from when they filmed the original documentary, uh, but also when Louis would film with him. They sort of stayed in touch and he had an idea to do a follow-up documentary. So there's a lot of footage. It is very, very creepy, but very well done. Uh, there's lots of interviews with the victims. There's also people who work with Jimmy Savile who are still in complete denial about the whole thing. I keep saying it, every time Louis Theroux comes back, you think, oh, this won't be as good as his last one. And it, and always, it really is. is. Actually, I'll, I'll, I'll do a different pick of the week. Uh, just uh, Everyone knows it's on, but The Apprentice is back on Thursday. Nine o'clock. Nine o'clock. Um, uh, also, uh, you got retweeted by Louis Theroux this week, didn't you? I did, yes. Ooh. Thank you, Mr. <laughs> Theroux. By, by the way, I've seen The Apprentice candidates, and I'm going for Unibrow as my winner. What? Okay. Oh, is it, I thought it was your new look. <laughs> no, 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 thanks. I'm going. I can't remember his name, obviously, but the guy with the unibrow. Quiz. <laughs> okay, this is Gary versus Luke, which, as I said, had less of a ring. Take it away, Matt. <laughs> He's gone again. He's, He's muted, muted himself. himself. Matt, you've muted yourself. Come back. <laughs> Am I here again now? <laughs> yeah, you're here. Yes. Again. At least this time we knew what was going on. <laughs> uh, Gary versus Luke. It's all based on old podcasts. Uh, anyone who wants to listen to the podcast this is based on, we're, it's still all on iTunes. I based this on the August 26, 2012. So that's the Olympics. It was a classic, this if I the, remember. This was the first week back from the Olympics. So, Luke, this was back after the Olympics. Uh, there were a couple of things you didn't understand about the Olympics. Two specific events. Can you name either of those events or both of them? Do Beach I get the volleyball? Steal if he doesn't Sorry? get it? Do I get the chance beach to see volleyball. If he yeah, yeah. Get... Beach okay. volleyball, but specifically... Men's v- beach volleyball. Men's beach volleyball, very well done. Yes! Uh, and the I other still one... don't, that's why. I the still don't. Um, God, curling, maybe? Gary to steal one. Dressage. No, you're both wrong. Taekwondo. Football. No. Synchronised swimming was Oh, the yeah. <laughs> or, or to put it how Luke put it, the crazy dancing that was synchronised swimming. <laughs> You know what? I don't remember seeing the synchronised swimming this year. Oh, I do. I watched it all. And I still don't understand men's beach volleyball. So one point to Luke because he got male beach volleyball. Gary, for you, I will give you either the show or the name of the person. Oh, God. You described (laughs) a reality show winner as the red-haired large lady who none of us thought would win, either the show or the contestant. The red-headed larger lady? Oh, well, I'll go for the X Factor and being Sam, what's her face? Luke, no, the steel. The red hit. And we're talking August. Is it somebody off MasterChef? No, you're both wrong. It was uh, Voice Series 1 winner, Leanne. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, so no surprise that none of us remember that one. You were struggling I don't think to Will remember I am, her can... name then. That's why well, I yeah. described her as the redhead large lady who none of us thought who... would win. Luke, in this week, Judges' Houses at the X Factor was announced, and yeah. joining Tulisa was Tiny Temper. What were yeah. the two things you said you knew about Tiny Temper? <laughs> oh, he leaves some of his clothes at his nan's house. Almost. And he's... Oh, no. He's got so many clothes, he leaves them at his nan's house. Yeah. And he's never been to Scunthorpe. I'll give you half a point. Because he'd been to Southampton, but never been to Scunthorpe. So, yeah. And also, it's his aunt's house, not his nan's house. So we'll uh, give you oh. half a point. 
<laughs> I get his relations Close. mixed up. That was well remembered. So Luke has uh, Luke's already won. I think one and yeah. a half points. But Gary, oh, I'll oh, give oh, you oh. your second question. Okay. You were talking about red or black, if anyone remembers that program. Oh yeah, um, the index thing. And what was yeah? What was one subtle change that you would make to red or black to improve it just a little bit? In relation to Anton Deck, this was. I'll give you a clue. Oh, I think I might know. Any guess, Gary? Make them stand the other way round. <laughs> Luke, what did you think? Luke? Um, have one in red and one in black. Luke has the point there. Two oh, and a half oh. points to zero there. So, I remembered no, no, that. No, no, um, no uh, surprises that Gary didn't remember anything. Yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> this is a quiz not exactly designed for me, is it? He should, he should win based on just coming as you expect him to do, doing as well as you expect him to do. Really. Did, I, did I sing at the end of the podcast? This no, one? it's before no, the then. singing. Before the singing. Um, okay, facebook.com forward slash the custard TV. Give us a like there, and that'll give you a shout out on the podcast. We have actually website, had a new it's... like, but uh, an uh, incognito like, so I can't give a Ooh. shout out. Why would you do that? They just don't we're want a shout to, out. By the way, you. now we're up to 192 likes, so try and really? be like 200th like, yes. Come on, work on it. harder, folks. Get on it. You can follow the actual website. Uh, TheCustardTV.com is where we all live. And on Twitter, I live at LukeCustardTV. Gary is The Gary Show. So that is it. We will record on Friday, probably next week, so we can discuss well, we'll, we'll The talk Apprentice about that in, a in greater depth. Or maybe we won't. There seems to be some uncertainty on the other end of the line. There is, yeah. Uh, it, you can download <laughs> this podcast. <laughs> You know, you're gonna to have to cut that out now. But... No, I can leave that in. Um, it's weird yeah. what get, makes the cut and what doesn't. <laughs> bye bye. Bye. Download this podcast from thecustardtv.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.